Hello, my friends. Shauna Tucker here, and I'm back to host our latest edition of Electric Violin Shop's Rockstar Violinist Podcast, sponsored by Kodabo, the top maker of carbon fiber bows. This episode's Rockstar cellist is Artem Manukin. LA-based and Armenian-born, Artem has found a way to transport acoustic cello into an amplified, effects and loop and delay-driven, bassline, head-nodding, hip-hop, jazz, improvisation zone that is all his own. Artem's genre-defying approach to playing the cello like a bass emerged from a combination of conservatory training and early exposure to the music of hallmark jazz bassists including Jaco Pistorius and Marcus Miller by his father, a DJ known for owning the biggest collection of jazz vinyl in Armenia. I met with Artem in Pasadena, California to talk about his journey into amplified strings, looping, and to bringing his bassist producer sensibilities to his current recording projects, collaborations, and performances. Here's what he had to say. So we're here today with cellist and composer and just complete groove master, <laughs> Artem Manukin. We're here in Pasadena, California, and you have been kind enough to take a little time out of your busy, busy schedule to come talk to me about how you do your thing on cello. So um, just Hello. to give you guys, <laughs> hi, hi, hi. hi. I want to, um, this is only the second time that I've been able to talk to Artem in person, um, but at the risk of sounding cliche, we met online. And uh, <laughs> I saw his profile, and yeah. I was like, ooh. Yeah. And, you know, he was like, hey, girl. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that we play cello just that kind of... Makes much more easier Yes, it made it just <laughs> so much easier. Yeah. Um, so, Artem, what I, what I love the most about what you do is that you blend the best of both worlds. Um, I know that I've seen you play. Um, I've seen photos of you. <laughs> with electric cellos, yes. but the, the thing that just steals my heart is that you take your acoustic cello and you plug it into all these different super special pedals. I wish you could see this layout here. It's like there's a bunch of cables and there's four <laughs> boxes that I, I don't know what they do, but he's going to tell us. And this big giant uh, bass amp. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so it's just kind of like a... like. Like, I just, I'm so curious to know, because I already heard uh, the sound, and it's incredible. Um, but I, I just need to, I'm just trying to pick your brain today about how you cool. came to the cello, how you came to what you do with the cello, and any advice you can give for people that, are, that want to do something different, um, but want to stay true to the cello. So, uh, let's start, let's start from the beginning. Um, yeah, when did you start playing so cello? So, regular classical trained cellists since seven years old. My mm -hmm. mom took me to the cello. Actually, she took me to the piano, but then teacher told me, you need to play cello, you don't need to play piano, because there's a lot of piano players, but they're not a lot of cellists. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't agree with that, but I was already in the cello class once I <laughs> remember. <laughs> so um, practicing classical music, as everybody, long tones, scales, etudes, and everything for many, many years. And um, then I just love the... I'm a big fan of hip-hop music, so that's how it starts pretty much. So I was listening to one music and was playing another music, kind of. Now, were you listening to hip-hop in secret? Was your mom okay with no, you listening? No, yeah, to? Okay. They, they were kind of okay, but they were thinking that, you know, it's just a, like music, music, and yeah. he will be a growing-up and like classical cello player. But more I grow up, more I understand that I'm going further, the classical everything of image, of... Um, of thinking, of playing it. Not, I'm not saying it's bad or good. I just understand that. Yeah, I don't, I don't match that world. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, love to hip hop music, and then a little later, jazz music, just growing like very yeah. big. You know. Yeah. I was producing for my friends. I play bass guitar too. So. Ah, yeah. so but later, later, out. yeah, yeah, okay. later, because I heard Marcus Miller, Jaco Pastoris, and I was oh, like, yeah. what I'm doing with Dotsaur etudes, and I don't want to. <laughs> You're like, I'm playing like, yeah, cello, I'm, I need that. Yes, yes, right exactly. There. So I asked my dad to get me a bass guitar when I was like 14 or 15. Uh -huh. uh, so I started practicing a little bit bass guitar, and actually for a period, the uh, cello kind of became like a second instrument I was playing. 
that it's interesting and just the cellists that I've spoken with um, so far, there are more than a few of us that put the cello aside for a moment to to and then come back to it yeah. and bring the sensibilities of what you know what that journey is exactly back home exactly exactly mm-hmm. uh, same same here you know the, the interesting thing of my plucking thing and what I ever played pretty much the knowing of bass knowing the skills of bass player the idea to think like a bass player and then transform it to the cello mm-hmm. player but playing and with the bow and the finger so that's kind of mix what I'm trying to figure out yeah. to bring to the people, you know, the mix of um, bass, let's say as a bass playing on the cello without changing the strings, without changing the, uh, you basically still cello player. Yeah. <laughs> but with Which the mind. I was one, as you were saying, I was yeah. like, um, as you were talking about, I'm like, bass is fourths. Yes. And cello is, cello is fifths. Yes, exactly. So without retuning the yeah. cello, you're not, you're not trying to make either instrument the other instrument no no absolutely but the sensibilities of playing yeah how you what that voice sounds like yeah i think uh the whole beauty of the whatever cello can bring it's just uh for me i figure out to play the bass um let's say patterns links Mm -hmm. but on the cello on the fifths so it doesn't change it it. so it sounds completely different but yeah. completely new and fresh yeah. and your kind of signature thing you know because I heard a lot of great cello players who's playing the phrases as they hear from mm-hmm. the you know and then you just take a like a lick on the bass guitar and just transform it to the cello mm-hmm. the same and it sounds it sounds cool it, it sounds is very weird <laughs> it makes sense though yeah. now just like yeah. and, I, and I know that I'm probably going to have a lot of aha moments in hearing how you think yeah. about cello um mm-hmm. in a again not trying to make it a bass yeah but yeah, just not, making it groove yeah don't try to make it bass because i really don't like when the people like trying to say you know like you oh you're slower than this bass player or like faster i'm not a bass player i mean right. i play not bass but that. yeah but this is cello just right. the way i'm playing right it. So speaking to your hip-hop sensibilities, Mm -hmm. what were some of the earliest um, sounds that Mm -hmm. that got your ear? And also with the understanding that that earliest hip-hop was sort of, you know, borrowing from... Jazz and folk and, and no, I said folk. Jazz and funk. funk. The other F, folk, the yeah, other four-letter F word. <laughs> Yo, that's a folky bass line. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Excuse me. Folky bass line. I love it. That would be a new name for a track. Woody Guthrie got that folky bass. Okay, anyway, <laughs> the samples yeah. coming from R and B, coming from funk yes. coming from jazz yeah, of course. and then you saying mm-hmm. that you came to jazz later yeah. on but what are some of the hip-hop influences that you can readily say oh definitely this yeah, the definitely f- these first things. and the main figure in my musical training and career and like guru it's snoop dogg i don't know it's maybe snoop dogg yeah snoop dogg is i if I would be happy enough to see him one day and to speak out and tell him that thank you, man, for a lot of inspiration musically. I train, I practice a lot of cello on the Snoop's album, just putting from the first track to the... Really? I'm playing the bass lines through the track, through Which the track. Which albums? Uh, every <laughs> Dogfather, Dogfather, first of all, of course, the Last Meal, the any, any classic of albums. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is so dope. Yeah. <laughs> So just put the wow. track, playing bass line, playing the melody in the second track, and just every day, every yeah. day. Develop your groove, because yeah. the bass players and the guys, how they produce, it's like, it's fantastic. It's classic, you yeah. know? It's, that's classic. <laughs> I think people don't, um, they don't think a lot about what the practice process is for anything that's not classical. Yeah. You know, like, automatically some people go into... Um, scales and yeah. etudes and you know ambulances, ambulances. passing by. <laughs> LA, welcome to LA. LA. Exactly, <laughs> um, but there is a lot of work mm-hmm. involved. It's not just you know what I came out the womb funky, and this is yeah. what I do yeah. impromptu. Mm-hmm. It, there's a sitting with the music of process course. too. Of course, yeah. So, so yeah, Snoop Dogg bring it to the Miles Davis Dubop album with. Uh, Eric Moby, I think the rapper, it's pretty much the first jazz and rap album mm-hmm. mixed up. So 
when I heard that, I was like, oh, there's a man playing trumpet on the, yeah. you know, like on the beats. So then I started to research Miles Davis, and then I came to fusion era, and then more like cooler, and then to jazz, and then yeah. it started just like full big. circle. Yeah, full circle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So another person, Miles Davis, pretty much bring me to them. Mm-hmm. And I remember the like back in eighty nine. 1988, mm-hmm. there's a couple of videos of Miles Davis. He was so cool, and all these guys with like leather jackets and chains. I was like, wow. Like, that's what I'm that, trying yeah, to do. Yeah. That is yeah, yeah. it right there. Yeah, so that's pretty much whatever happened cool in 1980s, end of 80s, beginning mm-hmm. of 90s, inspired me a lot. It. Yeah. Yeah. And this was in Armenia. In yeah. Armenia. Yeah, I born in Armenia. Um, I lived there till 28 years, and then six years ago I just moved here to mm-hmm. LA. Wow. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Was it sort of like a pilgrimage? Like I'm going to LA because that's where Snoop is from. Um, you know what? <laughs> no, but I think right now somewhere inside of me mm-hmm. it was the idea. Yeah. Even, you know, so it's like it was the target was to be like in LA to be in the United States. Yeah. I just never like admitted or something, but the life just bring me put right me here. In, like, uh, exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, I'm exactly. gonna be blindfolded, yeah, yeah, except yeah. I'm gonna look you at no, yeah, no. right there. <laughs> Move my finger if it doesn't go on LA. Okay, that's that's where we're going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I love I love LA. I I meet a lot of people here. I play a lot of music here. I do a lot of shows here. And there's a lot of great cello players, string players. Just keep inspiring every yeah. day yeah just the streets too i know it you see palm some trees mountains weather, weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be hard to leave but you know i gotta get back to yeah, north carolina but you'll soon. come back i'll come back that's it i'll come back <laughs> i want to know about this cello we have the cello in the studio here with us and um what i love about it just to give you a little visual is that it looks um like he uses it a lot, <laughs> like it, and yeah. and not you know not in a bad way. It's just like it looks like it is seen inside, outside, and it looks like you take care, but yeah. but it also looks like you're like you know what this is my road dog. I got a little chip on you yeah. know like the chip on the side, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's been on this leaning a a, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, down there exactly. at the bottom, but it's also incredible the the sound that comes out of this instrument because acoustically, classically, traditionally, yeah, traditionally, it stands alone. But then you start plugging it into all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the stuff. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about the stuff. stuff. Let's talk about the stuff. So moving from from left to right, what I see, I'll tell you what I see, and okay. then you tell me what it what it does. What it does. So we've got um, on the left. There's and and actually maybe should we go this way? Actually, we should start. From we should start here. from yeah. right to yeah. left. Okay. Yeah. So starting from right to left, going. Um, from the cello yes. into the amp, we've got um, a little black box that says multi-comp. Yep. The heck does that do? Okay, so this is the this is the compressor by company EBS. Uh, it's a great compression pedal. Um, and what does compression do? Compression do so. Compression is, let's say, in the like regularly word make your sound kind of bigger and okay. more punchier okay. and more um, there's a lot of like tricks you can have like a tube you can have normal you can have like medium so pretty much it says the sound the sound just getting more like uh, tighter okay let's say okay yeah so and it doesn't it's not making it smaller it's just making it it just uh, that's why you need to have a good compression so okay. you don't lose a lot of uh, a really acoustic sound. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. So you you want to um, you want to keep in in your sound. Yeah. You want to definitely keep the acousticness of the cello, but you want sometimes yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I love the actually the sound of the cello. So mm-hmm. whatever I do, 
even with octaves and things, it's still pleasant to hear the cello as mm -hmm. a little cello at least so you can play because mm -hmm. that's how you motivated to play yeah you need to hear the sound you know yeah that's why i always prefer more to play acoustic instruments too gotcha because i get the vibe of the cello the, the whole cello, cello. yeah so yeah and whatever you plug in what kind of sounds come from, doesn't matter let's take a moment to introduce you to our podcast sponsor Kodabo. Kodabo is the premier family of carbon fiber performance bows for violin, viola, cello, and bass. With a deep commitment to supporting the string community from day one, Kodabo unites the time-honored traditions of bow making with the future of advanced materials to pioneer a family of bows unsurpassed in performance and beauty. Electric Violin Shop sells a wide variety of super strong, super responsive Kodabos bows for every single style of playing and budget from the diamond to the jewel and the prodigy. Learn more at Kodabo.com or shop and buy your next bow at electricviolinshop.com. And now, back to our interview with Artin Manukin. All right, so you have a bunch of pedals here. Um, let's start, I guess, from the right to the left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so going from going the cello, from the cello to the pedals, and then out to the uh, to the amp. Okay, uh, all right. So what's this black first black box that you got? Okay, so this is uh, Multicomp by EBS. It's a compression pedal. Okay, uh, it's a great compression pedal. Actually, speaking of Marcus Miller, this is the Marcus Miller kind of sound, you know, coming up from his bass guitar. So that's why I was researching, like, how yeah. we get that big sound, yeah. you know. So. And so compression, yeah. I guess, like, civilians think compression, and we think it's smaller, you know but what? you yeah. say get big, a big sound. Because I think it's compressed, uh, like, uh, just overall the air and oh, thing, and so just make it, like, more tighter and punchier, gotcha. you know. So that's, it's more effective. Yeah. You get, uh, instead of... Exactly. Uh, uh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> show, show me. Exactly. So if we have... I'll play with the pizzas, so it's okay. probably much more. If we have the pretty much acoustic sound like this, mm -hmm. and we plug the compression, it's oh damn, yeah, that's more. <laughs> it's like oh cello. That's this nice. is cello, and this is already have a little cello. by yourself but when you're on stage with a lot of people it yeah. cuts through and I'm always on stage with a lot of people and a lot of noisy people too in my life so <laughs> okay I came to this <laughs> couple of pedals that I was like you know what hello um, <laughs> ooh, I'm and here. I can yeah. turn up yeah yeah you can Dig turn it. this thing up and and actually I have a October pedals too and oh October, yeah let's yeah. so moving forward yeah the second brown pedal one. is the boss October OC2 the vintage one from Japan oh. uh, in the bass player world it's considered to be one of the best octavers um, and what is it what it's what the, does it do okay let me so if we have there's a lot of interesting that you ask let me show you <laughs> <laughs> so if we have again acoustic song plug in the octaver and it's oh so it doubles it doesn't take the sound and or no, am I hearing the doubling there's like a there's two the acoustic sounds. yeah you hear and the and acoustic the too octave. but yeah because of this this is like a not electric bass guitar or something it's yeah. acoustic instrument so it's kind of two sounds coming out which is which, cool which is very cool yeah do that again do it again Without, with so and then without. This is without. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a two octaves actually. Uh -huh. um, I'm keeping this in the octave one, so it's keep bringing it like a lower thing, okay. kind of. Uh, so this is without. Hey. This is with. It's very subtle, but it's, it gives it some depth. And then, actually, originally it need to <laughs> exactly <laughs> it need to be with a compressor because the compressor gather all the noise of October too and compress it too, so you and just get the like more. All right, so let's hear it. If we're hearing like sound without, and we listen to this. Yeah, so this ah. is it. This is it. 
Um, wow. Yeah. So. A pretty good readable. Yeah. You see, there's no like. Yeah, man. Yep. See, and uh, you this gotta understand, it. this is just Artem. The last time I saw him perform live, he had um, drum and yep. he had piano and he had um, Rhodes and he had saxophone. So you got to cut through all of that sound. Yeah, and, exactly. And there's still, but but I, I'm saying all this to say that there was still that groove with just cello, and we still have two more pedals to go through. Okay, so what's this? What's this turquoise big okay. thing uh, here? This is this is great pedal, which is a delay and looper pedal by okay. DC Electronics called Flashback 4. Flashback 4. Uh, and this is different from the Ditto 4 because yeah. you got a lot more going on. Uh, I love Ditto because Ditto is just a, like a looper thing. Yeah. But here is a delay which is... There's a delay. More. Yeah, so... Okay. So, you see? Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and that's just delay. That's delay, and a lot of different ways of delay and then there's a looper which is there's the looper yeah That's what same you just, thing okay yeah same same pedal you just switch the kind of knobs and okay. there's a looper which doing this so you loop it you know and then you can do Just did he just like pressed like two times, <laughs> <laughs> two times, two measures, and then we've got a whole kind of, yeah, composition. Great, great pedal uh, for great delay, and uh, if you don't want to have a, a looper and delay, yeah. so you just have this and and enjoy the evening. <laughs> and then once, because I've seen you use this a lot mm -hmm. um, in, I remember one of the compositions that you did was like. I don't know. I was grooving for like 18 minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was just, you know, just off just of something yeah, foundation, sample, just a simple yeah. foundation yeah, like I, this. I love it actually. I'm I'm more right now in the playing a lot of solo shows. I'm yeah. just starting this year to Yeah. With and this is loop. what your setup is. Uh yeah, maybe just one more loop pedal so I have the idea of to have like a probably Dito to let's say record this part mm -hmm. and then stop it and then play another one, uh -huh. then mix it then play this and record some baseline on that and then start to change here, yeah. you know, so it's gonna be like a composition-wise. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, I don't so, know, I bring a lot of things this pedal. Oh man, yep. and then you can turn the loop down yeah. and then still kind of like yeah. comp so solo over it. This is, this is my looper level. Mm -hmm. So it's got a separate looper level, a separate delay level, yeah, a delay time, yeah. and then uh, this is the feedback of the like uh, sounds behind what's yeah. coming out. Yeah, delay time, delay level, so you know. And your cello sound stays. You see True. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then that is plugged into another okay. octave yeah. pedal. Let me let me show you with this pedal so it will be okay. much more much more. Okay, so you're gonna the keep the TC electronic so, yeah, flashback going. Yeah, I'm going to see electronic flashback. Okay. And what I have here, this is three leaf audio October. Actually it's Octave 
B-V-R-E because oh, the, the octaver because the, the idea of this pedal is my good friend and the bass player who I'm playing a lot Tim Lefebvre oh. so they make an octaver like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim is a great bass player one of my favorite he played with newest David Bowie album mm-hmm. killing it he got great sound <laughs> so I saw yeah I saw the pedal and he's kind of rig and I was like what is this he was like try it and I try it and I get like the like, most paranormal yeah. cello sounds so this is October <laughs> okay it have two buttons one button is uh, just October which is pretty much the same as what I have uh-huh. but the another one which is much more interesting it's called sub octave sub octave sub octave so uh, right now whatever we record like this loop we just put through sub octave So we're. St- <laughs> so now, instantly, we just stepped off the spaceship. Yeah. We don't have our mask on. I can't breathe. That's what you just did. Turn it back on. Let me get some breath. Okay, now I can breathe. But it's about yeah. to go <laughs> down. Yeah, Here we go. <laughs> and then, what do you do here? Is this when uh, the drummer's like. Kind of, yeah. You can. You can record this, let's say if I will have one more looper pedal, Yeah. I will record that to that pedal yeah. and keep it as a background. Dig and it. let's say, just play so it, it. So it takes yeah. the existing loop sound yeah. and, and processes that process and then gives you an octave. Yeah. yeah, and actually right now I'm playing and it's already in the same kind of sub-octave too. Yeah. So it sounds both and the acoustic cello sound and the loop sound is going through October yeah. snow. Yeah. Wow. And there's a lot a lot of things like you can put more acoustic cello sound more and less of the sub octave. <laughs> That's the Wow. Anyway, so Wow. So this is the and it's still from Octa- uh, through October, and this is just clean how yeah. we record it. Wow, man. That's this is it. Yeah, crazy. This is a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So tell me, um, and I would guess that you would have, I've seen you with a volume pedal too, just to sort of do like yeah, fade outs and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, how, and you mentioned that you, this is, for the most part, your your solo setup. Yeah, with the bands mean? too. Sometimes actually. With your band, or do uh, you yeah, bring it to work? You to know what? Uh, I have like a two kind of type, not two type, just two ways of playing. One, it's with bass player. Mm-hmm. When it's with that, I'm not using a lot of octavers because mm-hmm. I have a bass player, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whenever I play like a like a bass player in mm-hmm. band, um, <laughs> yeah, I have my old octavers so. Because I have drums, mm-hmm. two keyboard players, saxophone yeah. player, and a guy who's doing sounds on the stage, you know. Yes. So it's involved, you guys. I, you please make sure that you check out um, Artem's YouTube channel, yeah. um, which is just looking you up. Yeah, uh, Artem Manukian. That's A R T Y O M. M A N U K Y A N. Yeah. Those wise. Wise. Yes. Like Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> what other projects um, do you bring this sound to? What other musicians, um, artists that have you been working with over time? Like mm-hmm. currently, what's going on? Um, the recently big thing I did, I just re- play on a couple of tracks with uh, Andy Summers from Police. Mm-hmm. So he have his uh, kind of this type of solo guitar yeah. album too so I play on the track there and then we started a project just two of us mm-hmm. it's a guitar with a lot of pedals he's the man of pedals so he, <laughs> he's he pedal have, yeah he's he <laughs> have every pedal on the planet earth and me with that and just the two of you just and your 10,000 pedals and 10,000 pedals yeah <laughs> what is um the project that is how can we hear uh the Andy's new album is out mm-hmm. it's everywhere What's it called? Uh, oh, it's very heavy word. I don't, don't, 
We just look up Andy Summers. Andy Summers' new album, yeah, it's great. It's great. Mm -hmm. He 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 know the guitar sound like Mm -hmm. fantastic. You know, pretty much the police. Yeah. Years with think every good sound of guitar, every riff it's him. So yeah. it's a big pleasure to work with him and yeah. play with him. So that's the one thing. I'm working on my second album this year too. Mm-hmm. The first one was very good, treatment good. You know, it's, it's called good. Citizen. The first one. Yeah, the first one called Citizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's everywhere too. Everywhere, very easy to find. And <laughs> is it um, all original compositions? Uh, there is a one of my friends, of Vartan Ovsepian, piano player's tune. Mm-hmm. And another is a kind of Armenian city folk tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, folk as in F-O-L-K? Yeah. <laughs> Not city funk tune? No, but that can be a city funk tune <laughs> it's too. City you know? funk, folk, folky, yeah. funky. Funky, folky, funky. <laughs> so I love it, man. Folk <laughs> baseline. <laughs> Don't tease me about yeah. it. But it's going to be a, a, like a forever joke, it just so be, you know. It will be a folky baseline. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's anything else is my composition. The new album will be too. I hope to make it close to the end of this year. Mm-hmm. I hope so, too. Yeah. It, Sooner, please? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Sooner and faster. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. But, I mean, I, I I'll take it later. I know it's going to be good, so... Yeah, just you just you. let us know when it's thank coming you, out. Thank you. Yeah, I will. I saw on social media mm-hmm. that you spent some time in New York City. Yes. And you were doing something an Armenian project. I want to hear yeah. more about that. So it sounded really the interesting. New York was this. I was like two weeks ago in New York for a week of actually cool events. First of all, I played with my bass player guru Matthew Garrison. Oh. Yeah, yeah, man. So me, He's Matthew, dope. and Arto, Tunjbajan, percussion player, the three of us just improvised completely for yeah. two hours. Yeah. And he's the main guy yeah. with all the sounds and actually take bass to the space already a couple of years <laughs> ago. So, yeah, it was it was very fun, very mm-hmm. fun to play with him, to kind of feel him, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I played with some very heavy jazz cats, Charles Altura, guitar player, and Kendrick Scott, drummer. Oh, wow. And jazz gallery, yeah, that was very kind of inspiring too. And then the main event was uh, celebrating UN, the United mm-hmm. Nations celebrating 25 years of Armenian independence in UN and New York City. So they have a, a great hall uh, where we play. Mm-hmm. With, it was a pretty much like a jazz trio, mm-hmm. saxophone, cello, and a choir. I saw that. I, that was the photo yeah, that I saw. Yeah. It was like, what are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah, there's there's a couple of footage, I think, on the YouTube or something. Uh, and I have a tune there that I should play for long solo mm-hmm. over choir singing. And oh. uh, the harmonies are like, I mean, it's not a piano that you mm-hmm. can like hear, you know, so the, they were changing some small notes and and you need to hear them and play with them, and they're mm. like singing all the time. It's it's fantastic. I know. And then your like entire so being was just yeah, like, like, oh yeah. yes. But when a choir accompanies you, yeah. it's another thing. It's, yeah. it's not like. I mean, you're a rock star. What do you expect? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. So that that's that was a great experience to play with the choir. Did you um, bring? And acoustically, actually. Acoustically. Absolutely. Absolutely, wow. like a classical. That was what concert. I was going to ask yeah, you. It was, yeah. it was like a classical concert in that you didn't plug in, but you brought your vibe. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, of, you said yeah. it was a jazz trio, so there it, was some. It, it like, is kind of, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like a no one's burning straight. jazz. You know, yeah. yeah, you know, it was like more classy. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was. Which is kind of, I mean, like, I'm, I'm just, like, sitting, like, you guys should see me. I like, have stars in my eyes, like, oh, he's so great. He can go from funky to classical. Yeah. And just I mean, yeah, we, all, love. we all start with classical music, so mm-hmm. we need to hang close mm-hmm. to that scene. I want to know, um, yes. since you probably didn't walk or drive from L.A. to New York, mm-hmm. um, and we see these threads about traveling with instruments. And I yeah. know a lot of times I default to my electric cello for travel just because it's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, especially yes, when the presenter, even when the presenter is buying the ticket for the cello, um, do you have any issues? Did you have any issues traveling? Does that affect uh, your choice in yeah, instrument? You know what? Uh, from the last year, I... 
There's one Russian luthier make me a small cello kind of Like a travel cello? cello? Yes, it's like this, just like Ooh. pretty much fingerboard. So it's like about the size of a baseball bat. Exactly. Okay. So for the most of the time since last year, I'm traveling with that. Mm -hmm. No problems, absolutely. How's it Big sound? It sounds great, actually. Yeah? It sounds great, yeah. He made, he made it's a custom-made cello. Mm. It's a Russian master. Um, very cool, very mm -hmm. cool. And it's small, that's the main thing. Mm -hmm. How many the, strings? Four, four strings. Okay. Pizzas are great. The bowing is great, too. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of traveling with that. But for the events like this, like New York or there's an upcoming event I'm flying to Bangladesh for a show. Uh, I have a BAM flying case, mm -hmm. which I love, and mm -hmm. I just use it with a great you have the, the BAM big, case and then a big, the big one. Mm -hmm. And I just give it to the baggage, okay, bye. make a cross, mm -hmm. sit in the plane, open up the book. Order a drink. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> that's, that's my advice. I, I don't know. I really don't know. Really let don't go know. Yeah. and... I, I, I struggle a lot before I find out that, you know what, I will just use 90% this small cello yeah. with me for, like, loud gigs. Yeah. And whenever somebody wants me to, like, hear, like, acoustic, yeah. if they don't buy a ticket... It don't go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is, um, I mean, we talked about what the instrument looks like, and, yeah. and I don't want to um, misrepresent you and your cello by making it seem like you like it goes everywhere with you. It, so tell us a little bit about much. your acoustic instrument. When did you get it? Who, who uh, was the maker? This is a Second World War, I think, after Second World War. It's a German-manufactured instrument. They called by that time uh, copies of copies of Stradivarius. Mm -hmm. um, it was very popular instruments they were doing, like I think it's 1950s. Mm -hmm. So German instrument. Uh, I get it uh, 1991, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And was it a gift or was it like okay, no, it's I, time? I bought it uh, back in that time. I bought it for 450 bucks. 450. Dollars. U.S. dollars? U.S. dollars. I don't want to kick you right now. Yeah. Are you serious? $50, and that was a lot of money, <laughs> so me and my mom asked, like, half from my uncle, half yeah. from the thing, so $450 we bought, and my mom was like, you know, this is, like, a big investment, and blah, blah, blah. Don't like, mess up. Yeah. <laughs> Do something and with I your life. I messed up a little bit when I was a kid, <laughs> and some fights, street things, but now, uh, recently, I uh, appraised the price, and it's... More than four hundred fifty dollars. Much more. Goodness gracious. Much more. You know, it's funny when you think about, um, like, when you were talking about putting it underneath yeah. and you yeah. genuflect yeah. and you say, "Okay, I'm just gonna," yeah, yeah. and then you press yeah. the light, like, "I need something." Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's funny because some people. I don't know if everybody does this, but I know my two acoustics. I I purposefully did not spend a lot of money on them because I didn't want my heart to rip out of my yeah. chest. Yeah. If somebody walked. And kicked it, or mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. whatever could yeah. happen to it. I didn't have a had a neck break on it, Ooh. on one of them. Um, but it didn't feel too bad. Yeah, because yeah. of course, huh? you know, it it does what I needed to do, and I'm kind of scared to get it appraised because I don't want it to be too. You know, I'd be like, I'm going to turn into that chick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not that guy. No, or are you are you that guy? No, I just appraised it to make it insured because I was flying a lot. So I, I was like, one day this will be broke, you yeah. know. One yeah. day it will. And uh, actually, before getting this electric chalice, I was flying everywhere with this. So that's uh -huh. why it's have the history, you know. Yes, yes. And it was broke one time. It was a little damaged another time. Uh, I was traveling for three months with this Latin guy, Draco Rosa, that I'm playing. Mm -hmm. A three month of everyday airplane and this yeah. cello was going every day from stadiums of rock, loud Oof. music to the plane next day, next stadium. So when I like after the last day of the tour I just and I was like, Man, no, no, no more. No, no more. more. I need to like you need give to a rest. little rest. Yeah. yeah and so. then a spa a spa package. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the speaking of touring, um, yeah. tell me about about that life. Like are there any crazy you know you don't have to tell us all your details but no I like don't. would you you're like no I don't and no I won't but I, I just again watching your your feed and I yeah. see that whenever you're in a place mm -hmm. that you connect with either musicians that from home yeah. or musicians that are that you've been um, 
that are your your um, inspiration or mm-hmm. people that you're mm-hmm. just like yeah. like like Garrison. Yeah. Um, tell me about any any any, any interesting scene. things that have been happening when you're on the road <laughs> that won't incriminate you. Yeah. <laughs> so the, I'm getting. I kind of love being on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, little tiring, but overall, I love touring. I love planes. I love to see other people and other venues to play for other people like to feel the new vibes you know mm-hmm. to meet the people of course nowadays with facebook and think you say you're going to somewhere you just put like status yeah i'm here or you know some musicians that you love yeah are performing there so you go meet them of course that's the big part of the traveling thing to yeah. s- check out the scene to play to meet another people uh, plus i'm pretty um partying person so really yeah I'm you not, seem so conservative yeah <laughs> i don't know like yeah. you yeah, what i'm seeing just here morning, he has like more holes like 11, in his shirt you know? than i can see i can see a lot of his chest i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah some parts are <laughs> artem gets down do you yeah. hear me yeah but in a very um, in a very responsible civil way civil and classy way yeah yeah because yeah. you're a cellist i mean yeah, you gotta exactly. represent That's so i mean That's you have yeah. limits yeah i love right. i love stay classy in the anything what i'm doing so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah to, to, just to meet the to walk in the cities you know whenever mm-hmm. you travel to just feel the vibe of the city the culture I love I love Europe. I love South America. Recently, I travel a lot to Colombia. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Places. Are you ever home? I'm just just asking. Uh, yeah, this couple of Today. months I was home. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm living <laughs> in a week. Because you just for, said, yeah, you're yeah, going. Yeah, I'm living for two weeks in Bang- to Bangladesh. And then after that. And then I'm coming back for like a ten days back to LA, and then I'm flying to Armenia for two weeks, and then I'm coming to LA, and it's summer, and I hope to write some new music. That's mm-hmm. what my summer goal is. So that it, that will go on the album? Yes, yes, for gotcha. end of the year. So if I will have a very nice summer, I will write some nice music. If no, go. no. <laughs> well, I think um, I, I want to um, talk a little bit about the way that you, your concepts for your live performances, because... Mm-hmm. Um, when I walked into the Blue Whale, mm-hmm. I didn't, it wasn't just a, uh, a, it wasn't a sonic thing. It was a visual. Um, you had, and, and of the visual, it wasn't just something passive and, you know, like, oh, there's, there's, there's an image on the, on the background. Yeah, yeah. There were, there were some, there was some footage that I, it looks like is very specific and, and personal, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. That was corresponding to the particular song. Yeah. So let's talk about your multimedia mm-hmm. approach to okay. performance. Um, so to speaking of this, uh, especially the show that you saw, it's a um, great artist, Travis Flournoy, doing the visual effects. And we work a lot with him. And he was doing that live? Yeah, live. Okay. So he's inspired by music. He liked kind of my music. He's inspired by music. And every time we play, every time it's different. Mm-hmm. But now he's kind of a part of the band because he's like going crazy with us too, you know? Yeah. First and, and so, sorry to yeah, interrupt yeah, sure. you, but like what what I wish you could see um, is as Artem is talking, he's he's turning knobs and he's like kind of like at a, a, a laptop yeah. because that's what the artist was creating yep. uh, digitally, electronically. Yep, exactly. Okay. Yeah, so he just he just kind of blend with his visual arts to mm-hmm. the music, you know? Um, because the first time we do, he was doing like more whatever he knows how mm-hmm. to do, you know? And then he understand that we are going crazy, so he need, we need the support, <laughs> back support, visual support. With yeah. Yeah, I love that. He's, he's really great, really great work doing playing with us with the visual effects. And then, um, I mean, everything for me, the stage is like most, most honest and most sacred place for you. So you, mm-hmm. if you play on the stage, you need to be like, you know, everything from your, how you act, how you dress, how you feel, the vibe, the people, your friends. That's why I always have pretty much the same people with me on my mm-hmm. stage because you I know I feel them. Yeah, and yeah. you know, and they're my friends and they know my music, they know me. And you know. I, I want to say you can see that also and you can feel that also mm-hmm. in the all the the conversations as much as you know there's there's a composition yeah. and you all know how that's going to go but then when you when somebody does something and you look over your shoulder you're like that was hot yeah. and then yeah, somebody course. else picks it up and of then you go, and then it becomes this sort of 
I won't say, it's not like it's a running joke, but it's a new conversation that it's happens. A, it is a conversation. And then something shifts. It is a conversation. I, I loved watching that's, that. That's actually, that's actually what I like to play a lot of free music. That mm-hmm. night was a pretty much spontaneous. Really? Yeah, there wasn't tune, there wasn't any track written oh, out. We just, uh, so that's, that's so the one good. thing I'm into too, just a conversation between musicians and to feel it and to not... Um, be like in you know, some kind of rules, you know, harmonically or something. Just, just, yeah. you know, how me and you speaking. Yeah. We don't, you know, I'm not from U.S. or my English is not good, but doesn't matter, you know. I can understand you. The same thing, same thing. So that's the main. <laughs> <laughs> so and the main. I, I have this long list of questions. So, <laughs> I don't even know if I've asked you any of them because the conversation is just flowing. Exactly, exactly. Um, so same as music, same as music, yeah. same as. You know, yeah, I know. With the great people too, I see. I, <laughs> I see. wanna, I want you to give, I want you to. Um, this is so selfish, but the cello is here. Yeah, yeah, And sure. I just want, if you can give us an example of like, a, a simple build, like yep. you said you were doing, um, were doing, and will be doing more solo work. Yeah. Um, yeah. What does sure. what does that look like? How does it start? Like, can you talk us through the foundation of I just want to get into the yeah. mind of Artem and be like, okay, it starts with this, cool. and then I'm going to layer this, uh-huh. and then put some of this, and then I have this to say, and cool. then this, and yeah. then... Whoosh. Yeah, exactly. It, you might not say it like that, but let's uh, But that will do it like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so let me sit here. Do you have enough room? Yes. Okay, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Should we? Yep. Cool. We should. We should, we should. Let's. Okay, let me, uh, let me play some groove and... Groove a little bit and then loop it too, and just make it. I don't care what you do. Yeah, yeah me too. Me too. I, I, I don't even don't know what I'm what doing. What you do, you know? I just know you're uh, gonna do that daggone thing. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, just here. One, two, three. the Bosso C2. So we have something. um, Okay, so now I unplug the OC2, make it more a little bit uh, cellist guitar sound and add a little bit, add a little bit to this groove. Thank <laughs> you. 
solo and then you can do like this my friends our latest episode of the rockstar violinist podcast featuring cellist and producer artem manukin even though our podcast title lures you in with the mention of violinists here at evs we're committed to introducing you to string players who rock on more than just violin as you just heard cello was again the flavor of the day stay tuned and get ready for our upcoming episode in the next few weeks i'm shauna tucker thanks again for listening